1: Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message.
2: Ask again. Y'all ready for the word? Let's say our confession of faith together. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I believe, I obey. I manifest and that settles it in Jesus name amen so God we tell you that we are open and we are ready have your way God speak to us now with clarity speak to us with strength and speak to us with power in Jesus name we pray make this declaration say I have angels on assignment look at somebody close to you online tag somebody tell them say you have angels on assignment Let's go to work. So this series that we've been in this month is called Angels and Demons. And it's a series like you've never heard to deal with this time that we refer to as Christmas. Christmas, a conjunctive word uh, combining Christ and mass or Christ gathering. Pay attention. During this time of the year, whether a person is an atheist or agnostic, every knee has to bow. Every tongue has to confess that he is lower because literally the world shuts down down for one day to acknowledge Jesus. Watch me. This is why you never have to argue with somebody that's an unbeliever. Why? Because I bet you they're going to be celebrating Christmas. I bet they're not going to be able to go where they want to go and do what they want to do. This is why you never have to fight with anybody about what you believe. Why? Because all they need to recognize is that they will be part of Christ's mass. They will be part of his gathering in this series we started with an angel that is our adversary and i began to demystify the devil and on wednesday i taught you how to resist the devil and on sunday our guest taught us that god literally gives you an angel to get to your future i pray that as this series open that you recognize that the enemy watch me is not somebody to be feared Why? Because he's on a leash and can only do what God designs for him to do. Which means anything that the Lord allows the enemy to do, it is for God's glory and it is for your good. Which means I don't have to run, I don't have to be afraid, I don't have to say the devil is busy, busy doing what? Blessing me, that's what he's doing Why? Because every time I turn around, God is playing chess with himself and God is using the enemy to get the best out of me. It is just like going to the gym. You do not gain mass if you do not have resistance. Pay attention. God uses the enemy in your life so that you are able to gain strength, gain wisdom, gain knowledge, gain spirituality. Let's tell the truth. If it was not for what the enemy has done in your life, watch me, you wouldn't be as wise as you are. You wouldn't be as strong as you are. You wouldn't be as spiritual as you are. Make sure you're sitting next to somebody that's overcome some things. Just touch them and say, God, use the enemy for your good. Tell them, tell them wrong person because when you say that they ought to put a praise behind that tell somebody else say God use the enemy for your good no that's still not it go to the third person please and touch them and say God use the enemy for your good And every time he started something with me, God advanced me. And every time somebody lied, God advanced you. And everything that was meant for evil, God turned it for your good. And every time you thought you were going to die, God turned it for your good. And every time somebody walked out, God turned it for your good. Now, it is not, and we learned this, it is not God versus the devil. God has no enemies because God has no equals. Satan is used by God. Number two, the devil is an omni-anything, I taught you. Omni-meaning all. Uh, omni-present, present everywhere at the same time. Omnipotent, omnipotent, power. He is not all-powerful. He does not have the ability to just do what he wants to do. I taught you that the devil's authority is limited to what God allows for our good and for God's glory. Say so he has Limitations. Uh-uh. Which means, watch me, here's why you your faith on God needs to be at a whole nother level. Because there's nothing that happens to me that is not happening for me. I'll say it again. There's nothing that is happening to you that is not happening for you. Well, Bishop, it hurts, but it's for your good. But Bishop, it's painful, but it's for your good. Bishop, I don't understand it, but it's for your good because everything that happens in your life, it is for God's glory and it is for your good. Then I taught you that the devil is the detective. He studies you. He does not know what you are thinking. The only way he knows what's going on with you is you have to say something or you have to do something, which means you have to stop letting frustration make you speak something that later you have to snatch out the atmosphere. Come on. Sometimes you have to learn how to just shut yourself up. I wish I had some witnesses in this building and online where you've ever just had to shut yourself up. You were getting ready to start being negative and you just need to say, shut the hell up. Sometimes you need to check yourself. Touch somebody close to you, say, shut yourself up sometimes. Shut What do you mean hell? Hell is a Greek word, Gehenna, which means trash. And you have to be careful that you don't let hell come out of your mouth. And then you're going to see hell manifest in your life. Come on, open up your mouth. Say, Lord, help me keep my tongue. But then, watch me, not only is it what you say, but it is what you do. He's a detective. He doesn't know it scared you until you showed him you were scared. He doesn't know that you were fearful until you showed him that you were fearful. He doesn't know that you were tired until you showed him that you were tired. Which means you got to stop letting the devil see you sweat. I need you to have the faith of a David where David walks up on a, go- a Goliath and nobody knows that on the inside David is like I don't know how this is going to work but when David walks up on Goliath Goliath is so bold that the enemy says I can't do nothing with him I need you to just prophesy this over yourself say the enemy won't see me sweat No, he won't ever know that you were frustrated. He won't ever know that you were aggravated. He won't ever know that you felt like throwing in the towel. He'll never know why I'm not going to give that mark anything. He don't like me, and I'm not going to show him anything to help him fight uh, against me. Then I taught you that the devil is our accuser. Revelation 12 says he's the accuser of our brethren, which means he literally will accuse you to you. He'll accuse God to you, and he'll accuse you to God. So he stands before God all day, the Bible says. The Bible says that he accuses us night and day, which means every day you are being bombarded with invisible accusations. You're not good enough. It's not going to work. You can't stand them. You don't like them. This ain't good. This ain't that. This ain't that. You ain't going to make it. Every day you are being bombarded with invisible accusations. That's his job. This is what he does. How many can be honest that even so far today you've had some accusations swing your way? Watch me. But you survived the accusations. He told you you were never going to make it. Look at you making it. He told you that nobody would ever love you. Watch me. You have to figure out how to love you first. So now the threat of you withholding your love from me don't faze me. I wish... He is the accuser of the brethren, which means he will accuse you to yourself. You're not good enough. You can't do it. It's not going to work. Nobody's with you. Nobody loves you. Nobody cares about you. And then he will accuse the devil. Or he'll accuse God to you. If God loved you, Why is God letting this happen? If God loves you, why are you dealing with this? If this Christianity stuff is real, how come this is going on? If this Christianity stuff is real, how come this is going on? Well, how come God let this happen? Well, why God let this happen? And then he'll accuse you to God. He'll say, God, so-and-so said this out of their mouths. I heard them say it. I didn't know what they were thinking, so they had to say it so I'd know what they were thinking. And once they said it, they said they were sick. They have to be sick because you said whatever they declare and decree, you will make it establish. You said but you will give them exactly what you heard them do. Say so he's an accuser. Now, how do you shut down accusations? You ready? Jesus said it like this. If you ever go to court and there's an accusation that's brought up against you uh, or an indictment that's brought up against you, watch me. You're going to have to plead to, to in response to that indictment, in response to that accusation. And I showed you on Wednesday how literally the Bible says the Lord dealt with the enemy's accusations. He says, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. In other words, every time an accusation comes my way, every time something crazy hits my mind, I gotta say, I rebuke that. I rebuke that. No, I, I'm not accepting that. I'm not receiving that. I'm not walking in that. Every time he says, You're gonna be broke just like your family, you need to say, No, I'm not accepting that. I'm not walking in that. Every time he says, You're gonna die alone, no, I'm not. I, I need some people in this building and online. Say, I rebuke the accusations. Come on, say, I rebuke the accusations. Then I taught you that the devil has devices. His devices and all of his devices are released in our mind. This is where the fight is. The fight is right here. He uses invisible things to bombard right here. This is where the fight is. This is where the fight is. This is where the fight is. I'm just fighting a good fight of faith. You're only fighting it right here. Bible says that he's been disarmed and defeated, but he has devices that he attempts to use against us. And the Bible says, do not be ignorant to his devices, lest Satan have an advantage over you. In other words, he can play you if you don't know how he plays the game. And I need you to make this declaration say, I'll never be played again in my life. I... God, I need faith. Jesus, come on, open your mouth and say, I'll never be played again in my life. Why? I figured out how he works. And since I figured out how he works, your devices aren't going to work against me. I know you want me to get offended right before church so I don't receive. So I'm not going to let that device work against me. I know you want me to have an issue so that I don't walk in love, but I walk in offense because faith works by love. But watch me, but you're not going to play me again. 915, lift your hand say, he won't play me again." again. Now, this message... It's called you have angels on assignment. Say your name. Say I have angels on assignment. Now, now I need you to I need you to just peep the revelation of the phrase. If I have angels on assignment, that means even if I don't have the natural help I need, I'll preach my own self happy. God will send me some help from somewhere else. Uh uh-uh. uh, I need every person in this building and online where you felt like you've not had the natural support you needed. Here's your shout that you got supernatural support. On three one, two, three. Come on, open up your mouth and say, I got supernatural support. Mr. Fulmer, why do you have us say so much? Because life and death are in the power of our tongue. Why do you have us type so much in the comments or touch our neighbors so much? Because the Bible says, wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. Pay attention. Uh, Even if you don't have the people that will do right, God will send supernatural support to make it happen for you. And for some of you, God is about to outsource your hookup. What do you mean? He's going to send somebody from somewhere else to come do what the people around you would not do. He's going to send support from a whole nother city, from a whole nother country, from a whole nother place. Why? You've got angels on assignment. Open your mouth. Say, I got angels on assignment. Now, Isaiah 47 and 4 says this, our Redeemer, whose name is the Lord of heaven's armies. This is referred to in the scripture as the Lord of hosts. I want you to pay close attention to this verse. He is the Lord of heaven's what? Armies. Pay attention. He is the Lord of what? Heaven's armies. Okay, you'll get it in a second. Which means, watch me, I don't just have support. It means I got more invisible help than I do. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. I preach my own stuff. You got more invisible help than you do visible help because you ain't just dealing with no regulars. God says, I got some soldiers that I've got ready to come fight for. What armies? He's the God of angel armies. We often see God as our Father. He's a loving God, He's a good Father. He's a protector, he's a provider. But listen, today I need to introduce you to this side of God. He's the commander of the most powerful and innumerable army. Now, 915, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to get your shouting right because watch me, because the temperature, the atmosphere is not quite where I need it to be for miracles in the building and online. That's okay. You finally get it there. Now, there's something in the Bible called gematria, which is the study of the spiritual significance of numbers, which means whenever I see certain numbers, it's pointing out certain things. And I need you to pay attention to this. If you look at the very next verse. I'm going to throw this mic at your head. I have innumerable angels that are gathering for me. When 1222, if you I will throw this mic at your head. Open up your mouth. Say, they're gathering for me this month. I ain't going to literally throw it at your head, but some of y'all look like you might need it. Tell somebody close to you, say, this month, God's building you an army. I'll preach to myself. Bishop Kevin Foreman, this month, God's building you an army, and they are gathering. Look at somebody, please, and say, God's building you an army. This month. The financial army, the support army, the business army, the money army. I don't like your silence. Everything you needed is coming together in 1222. So the reason some people can't stand you is because it's not you they're looking at. They felt the presence of your army. That's why you got people that don't like you and you're like, why you don't like me? You ain't got this, 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 and this. It's because they can sense what you can't sense, that you got an army standing behind you ready to take somebody's head off. You got an army standing behind you ready to make something happen. Come on, say, I got an army. Now look at me. Look at me. Look at this. The word angel. The word angel um, in Hebrew is the word malach. If you look at this root word, it's where you get the book of Malachi, which means messenger, angel. No wonder that book talks about the importance of giving and keeping God first because he said listen this, this army is not going to fight for you and you owe this army is not going to fight for you and you delinquent the second word in greek the language of our new testament is the word angelos you you see that because that's very similar to the city los angeles which is the city of angels now i didn't quite have that experience L.A. reminded me of Denver by the water. <laughs> anyway, it has two different meanings. You ready? One is a human messenger. Okay? Last week, our guest taught you about how God gives you a pastor. Where do you see this in Scripture? It's so all throughout Scripture, but it's made clear in the book of Revelation. Listen to the angel of the church at the city. To an angel of the church at the city. Because every... Human messenger was regarded as an angel. Hear me. Every time you log on, God is sending you a malak. Every time you walk into this building, God is sending you a malak. And for those that recognize that and receive from that, they have results from that. The only people without results are the ones that don't realize this ain't just a man speaking. This is a malak that's been sent. It's not to self-aggrandize me. That's just the way that God does it. Watch me. Watch me. I have a malak that speaks. Every time he opens his mouth, I'm standing at attention waiting for him to say something. But then the second definition is a heavenly messenger. Say a human messenger and a heavenly messenger. Now, I'm going to walk you through these angels who have on assignment. And I want you to look. If you look, you see you got the fatigues. Watch me. You, you, look, you can't distinguish the face because the face doesn't matter. Some of you, you can't get a message because you don't like the messenger. And sometimes he'll even use somebody that can't stand you to be your malak. Y'all ready? So let me teach you about these angel armies that you have available. Now, because we're dealing with a supernatural message, there's sometimes supernatural interference. I don't want any music here. I want everybody in this building and everybody online. Uh, uh, the only person that can't do it is the one that's holding this camera right here. Don't drop my camera. Um, You just lift your elbow for the Lord, okay? Just lift your elbows for Jesus, all right? Everybody in this building, everybody online, do not defy what I am telling you because we're about to, whatever is in the atmosphere that is opposing what's about to be released, we're going to shut that down in this building. And that's your house. On three, lift your hands. No music. On three. And I want you to worship God for five seconds. This is a supernatural message, which means there might be some supernatural opposition that we're about to clear out of the atmosphere. On three, go one, two, three, go. Lift your hands and release worship 915. Everybody, 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 everybody. everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, God, say pierce the resistance. Come on, 915, say God, pierce the resistance. Come on, say remove the resistance right now. Put a praise behind it right there. Whenever you're going to talk about the supernatural, you're going to have to go do some stuff in the supernatural. I bind every witch, warlock, Jezebel, every rebellious spirit, I bind you up. I send you back to hell from where you came. Every spirit of sickness, I send you to hell. Every spirit of death and dumb, I send you back to hell where you came from. But the spirit of the Lord is here. And wherever the spirit of the Lord... Can I get Judah to please? Come on, say, God, pierce the resistance. Whenever you're dealing, whenever you're dealing with something supernatural, you have to be prepared for a supernatural resistance. Because for some of you, watch me, your army is so massive. You're about to find out why you've had so much come against you. Because he ain't just send you one or two, he sent you thousands. Can I teach this thing? Can I teach this thing? Let's walk it out. Angels move at the speed of light. It's why it don't take that long to get results when you want them. If it's taking too long to get results, you got the wrong people around you preach bishop if it's taking too long to get results you have the wrong people around you because ezekiel 1 and 14 says and the living beings move rapidly back and forth like what like flashes of lightning which means what you release from grape street what you release from your house watch me it ain't gonna take them until next thursday to get there they move like flashes of lightning so you're about to put the word breakthrough and I pray that every angel that's assigned to bring you breakthrough, that they're sent out of this building and sent out of your house. On three, holler, breakthrough, go. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Come on, on three, you're going to say breakthrough, go. One, two, three. And just like that, the and just like that, the Bible says he sent moon, living beings moving rapidly like flashes of lightning. Supernatural stuff don't take that long. I pray that every angel that's assigned to bring you money we send them out of Grape Street and we send them from wherever we're watching from right now. And everything that the earth owes us, we pray that the earth would yield what belongs to us. On the count of three, in this building and online, you're going to repeat after me. One, two, three, repeat after me. Say, Lord, every angel assigned to bring me finance, to bring me resources, I activate and release them now. Run that. and your phone's about to ring, and your name's about to be brought up, and opportunities about to open for you, and favor's about to find you. It ain't gonna take until Friday. Watch what happens Monday. Just like that. Just like that. Just While every delay has been to your benefit, this is only, I'm talking to me at this point. I, whatever. I'm talking to me at this point. I'm talking to me at this point. Watch me. While every delay has been to your benefit, this is just for a few of us today, but every delay is now over. Every angel that's assigned to end my delay, I release you right now to go in the delay. We ain't talking about the same thing next month. Every angel that's a sign to end my delay. I release you now. If you think you might be one of the people that this applies to, send your angels with your worship. Go! 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 And just like she running, that's how her angels running. Every delay has been to your benefit. But every delay is about to be. Every delay is about to be. Every delay is about to be. Let's go. Angels are sent by God for us. Angels are sent by God for us. There's an invisible army that says we've been waiting on you to put us to work. There's an invisible army that's been waiting to heal your body, but because you wouldn't activate your angels that are on assignment, they standing by with your healing. Uh Uh-oh! Every angel that's assigned to bring healing from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, we release you right now. And you're moving like lightning and you're moving like lightning and it's happening quick, fast and in a hurry. Somebody say healing angels. I release you to bring healing to my life. You have an army. 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 army. Look at this. Look at the scripture. Hebrews 1 and 14. Are not all angels ministering spirits? Sent out by God, spirits, which means not seen naturally, not the heavenly ones, which means, watch me, there's some things I am not going to see, watch me, until I see, but then when I see, I'll know that what I didn't see, I saw. You can run that back later on on your own time. Watch me, ministering, ministering means they're here to serve, shut your mouth. Look at me, everybody, somebody won't help me, somebody won't do this, somebody won't do this, somebody, God says, listen, I will send you an invisible army that is sent to serve you. Come here. So that means if you feel, get on the ground. So that means when you feel low, when you feel stressed, when you feel wore out, watch me, nobody called me, watch me, I'm glad they didn't call you. Truth be told, they don't say nothing valuable in the God says, I'll send you some angels. Get on the other side. I'll send you some angels that when you're scared, get over here, that when you're scared, thank you, that when you're scared, when you're frustrated, they're going to come and they're going to whisper in your ear. Watch me. We're here to serve you. So right now we're here to tell you you're going to make it. You're going to be everything God called you to be. Right here we're here to tell you you're not going to die like this. This is not your end. And you're going to go from a low place and then your angels are going to serve you. Come on. Your angels are going to serve. you an angel. Help serve. And they're going to usher you into what God has ordained for you. Open up your mouth. Say, I got an army ready to serve me. Are not all angels. Ministering. The word minister means to serve. Sent out by who? God. To serve. I like it because Amplified just makes it clear. Which means, watch me. Look at me. For those of you who grew up Roman Catholic, things like this, you, you thought you prayed it. you don't pray to no angel. You, you thought Saint so and so. No, everybody's a saint that believes in Jesus. But you don't pray to no person. Not scripture. Well, that's scripture. Watch me. The angels, we don't serve them. Read your Bible. They serve. And what do they do? They accompany you. For some of you, they're gonna walk with you into the job interview. preach. They're going to walk with you into the boardroom. They're going to walk with you into the deal. They're going to walk with you, here it is, into the courtroom. Say, they're accompanying me. You know why that car accident didn't kill you? And when you look at it, you're like, how did I make it? Because they got next to your car. And they ushered your car to the, I don't like your silence. You, open up your mouth. Say, my angels are accompanying me. Not only are they accompanying you, look what they're going to do. They're protecting you. Let me tell you how you know this. There's some people you wanted to connect to. An angel stepped in and said, no. There's some people you wanted to marry because they looked good to you. But your angel said, hell to the no, to the no, no, no. I wish I had somebody. There were some companies you wanted to work for that your angel said, we ain't doing this. There are some degrees you wanted to pursue that your angel said, no. Come on, say, they're accompanying me and protecting me. Every person, look at me, every person that you've never been able to connect with it's because your angel got in the middle of that and said, oh no. They were, gonna, they were gonna take all your money. They were gonna take all your credit. They were gonna take all your resources. That, that was gonna be the, what's that thing on Netflix? That, the, the Tinder that, that was the tender swindler. They were gonna swindle you out of something. And you sitting here crying over being protected. You upset over people. I am grateful for every person you never connected with, for every job you never got, for every opportunity that never materialized. Open up your mouth, say, My angels are on assignment. Oh, I'm grateful for every building we didn't. Uh, Because he's protecting us and he's accompanying us. And this week, he's about to usher us to the... Come on, say, I got angels on assignment. Look at the rest of the verse. He says, to those who will inherit salvation. It's referring to us. Look at the end of the verse. He says, of course they are. They accompany you. They protect you. You have more going on for you that you can't see than what you can see. And for some of you, the reason you feel so alone is because God says, I need you to start leaning on the supernatural and stop relying on the natural. Because I think of some single mamas and some single daddies where you've seen these angels accompany you. You've seen these angels protect you. They took $2,000 and made it like it was $18,000. You don't ain't saying to me. He's accompanying you and protecting you. Till somebody on the shoulder say, You have angels on assignment. Let's go to the next one. You ready? I, you got a whole mob. God is so committed to you that He says, I have assigned armies of angels and they're innumerable which means, people say I got a guardian angel no, that's not Bible I have guardian angels I'm so important to God, he'll step in front of something to you so important to God, he'll make sure coronavirus gets this one, gets that one, gets this one gets that one, but you he'll (laughs) Come on, say, I got angels on assignment. You laid down with somebody with a disease, but you didn't come up with the disease you laid down with. Because while you were doing wrong, his angel stepped in there and said, cover this, cover this. Co-. Let's go. Angels encamp and rescue you. In camp, Come here. In camp, Come here. Come here. You. You looking at the angels. He can't hear me. Yeah, he pointed at y'all. That's okay. It's all right. Right there, it's a dead spot. Soundwise. He couldn't hear. That's all right. That's me. Look at me. Look at me. There's angels in camp. That means they encircle you. This is why some people say, you stand off us. No, I got angels. And they didn't let your demonic ass get past. Deuteronomy 22, 10. And the Lord. Thou shalt not plow with an ox and an ass together. You better be glad that you got angels that kept some people's ass away from you. I'm not cussing. He kept a lazy ass. He kept a gossiping ass. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Elbow somebody say, he kept them away from you. He kept they old hating ass away from you. Bible, Bible. I'm not cussing. Don't lie on me. You thought they were there to support you. They wanted to see you fail. So the angels got around and said, "Uh uh-uh, they ass can't come up in here. Deuteronomy 22 and 10. It's another word for a donkey. One who bucks. Oh, I'm going to teach you this Bible. I'm not cussing. Look, they encamp. They encamp. That's why we have the scripture ready to go. Psalm 347, the angel of the Lord encamps around those, y'all stay right there, who fear him. Uh Uh-oh. So now watch this. God says, fear here means with awe-inspired reverence and worship with obedience. Which means God says, they only encamp around you if you keep him first. So for those of you who struggle to worship, Those of you who struggle to keep him first, those of you who struggle to do that, watch me. Your angels are only on assignment when they see that you keep him first because you're not gonna disrespect the commander and get my protection so let's practice in this building one more time because I gave you an opportunity a few moments ago watch me, for every person that needs to repent to the Lord for the moments that we've had where he's not been first on three, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that so we can get your angels back on assignment one, two, three, go, go, go God, we repent for not worshiping We repent for not keeping you first. We repent for not keeping you number one in our lives. We repent for other things being more important. Put our angels back on their posts. Hey, put our angels back on their posts. 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 Say, yes, Lord. And he rescues each of them. Now, wait a minute. If you're protecting me, how do you rescue me? Here's your shout. Is that when your dishonor makes them move from their posts and you get into something you ain't got no business being into, the moment you get yourself back together, he sends the angels to come rescue you. Uh-uh, run it again, cause they missed it. They missed it, they missed it. Everybody get on the bus. Some of y'all standing outside looking at the bus with your lunch bag, get on the bus. You ready? I have two settings. Aggressive and aggressive. And then the one I'm on today, I wish I would. That's aggressive times three. I'm gonna introduce you to that. This is aggressive today. No, because what you don't understand is that you need your angels because the reason he saved the best for last is because there's some stuff, if they move like lightning, for some of you by the time you get home from church today. for some of you, by the time you log into your work email tomorrow, whoop. for some of you, you're going to check your bank account tomorrow and you're going to be like, what? Come on, open up your mouth, say he saved the best for last. So, so, look at the screen. So what happens, so what happens... Is that when you, look at me, he says, the angel of the Lord encapsulates those who fear him with reverence and worship and obedience. So when you get out of order, when when you're doing your own thing, when God is not first, when all of this is happening, then these angels are not going to do that because you don't get to disrespect the commander. That's like somebody saying they don't like you and they come to your house to eat. Well, since you don't like me, run your... And for some of y'all, watch me. That was the confirmation you prayed for last night. You ain't coming to my house and you don't like me. Name of Christianity. Uh Uh-uh. I learned from Jesus. Judas can't sit at my table. He showed me that so I would know how not to do that. Hmm? Ready? So when when you're out of order, when you're doing your own thing, his angels, they will not protect you. In fact, look that way, look that way. Look that way, you look that way. You ready? Pay attention. They said we can't deal with this disrespect and dishonor. We're not gonna deal with you not treating God right. But the moment you get your stuff together, they turn their attention back to you. And whatever you didn't got caught up in, whatever you didn't got yourself off into, whatever's about to make you fall, they they rescue you. I'm going to preach over here. Whatever was about to make you fall, they come and they... You're not saying nothing to me. Whatever was about to make you commit suicide, they come and they... Whatever was about to make you lose your mind, they come and they rescue. Lift your hands, say, angels, encamp and rescue me. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. What does it mean, those who fear him? Look at this. Those who fear him refers to this, honor. So your angels, watch me, they're on assignment when you do these things. They leave posts when you don't. This is why the enemy fights you in these areas. (laughs) Why? Because watch me, because if you ain't got no army... If you don't have no army, it's just you. And the army only shows up to those that honor the Lord. See, don't be mad at me. Look 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 at your neighbor. Look at me. Don't be mad at us. That his angels handle stuff for us. Because we honor him. Don't be mad that we get more done with less. Because we honor him. I need everybody to open your mouth and say, Lord, I choose to honor you. So what does this mean? He's first in your time. That's church attendance, whether it's in this building or online. It's non-negotiable. Your angels will not be on assignment when you only visit God once a month when you're struggling. They won't. They won't. They won't. They won't. His angels are not going to come visit you when you use God like he's a sugar daddy. I saw this video on TikTok the other day. It's called it was they call it Sugar Baby Lessons. And see, it was giving lessons for people for ladies on how to be sugar babies and have sugar daddies and so she could stay at home all day and live off somebody else's money. And for some of you you've been living off your neighbor's favor. Because he's not first in your time. Your talent, serving. You can serve online. You can serve in this building. You can serve in Atlanta. You can serve. Watch me. Watch me. He says, if you don't make serving a priority, heaven says, and I am not going to protect you, and I am not going to encamp you until you do. Your thirst, your prayer, praise, and worship. Look at me. Hear me, Hear me. 915. Praise and worship should be on fire all the time. Not just because the beat's cool, because I had them merged. The blood still works with Johnny Gill. I mean, excuse me, but Bobby Brown. Now that is hot. I I don't care what you said. That's fire. You got it? But watch me. But there ought to be something in you that says, listen, I don't care if they got up and sang something. He touched me. And you're like, I don't know the song, but all I know is that my thirst is on 10. All I know is that when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me. Thirst is your prayer, praise, and worship. If God is not first there, your angels are not on assignment. You don't get to disrespect him doing worship and say, now come serve me. Your treasure, that's your faithful giving. Why is that such an important thing? Jesus says, wherever your treasure is, there your heart is also. I see a correlation between people who are always struggling and those who don't give. And I don't just mean financially. I mean, they always got trauma. They always go on through something. And then you ask the simple question, well, is God first in your finances? Well, I'm working on it. Well, that's why nothing works. This is non-negotiable. And since it's negotiable for you, heaven's protection is negotiable also. Now, y'all don't like this, but it's true. And you do like it because it's good for you because it's Robitussin. And it may not taste good going out, but how many people know that it works better than anything else on the market? You could have a broken arm and take some robot testing and wake up and say, "I feel amazing." You could have sickness and disease, your stomach donor, and take you some robot testing and wake up and say, "I feel fine." Your leg is about to be falling off, but take you some robot testing and then won't it won't grow back. Your testimony. Some of you are, oh, Bishop, I'm so blessed. Oh, I'm so blessed. Ain't invited one person, ain't shared with one person. Your testimony is inviting people. Okay? Well, but if I invited them, they didn't come. Then invite someone else. You act like it's a limited number of people who need the Lord, especially for those of us that live in Denver. I promise you, it's most supply. If he's not first in these things, he says, the angels will not be on assignment for you. But watch me. Here's the good news. But if you'll get that stuff back in order, he says, even if you don't see them and it feels like they're getting ready to fall and it feels like things are getting ready to go down, they'll swoop in. I don't know who this is for, where you thought that it was not going to go well for you. Watch me. Today, the angels just said, we're coming to rescue your behind. And I heard this, too. And we're about to rescue your kids, too. This ain't just going to be you. Worship God that your angels are about to reign. Let's go. Let's go. Angels strengthen you. Only two more things I got to give you. We out of here. Angels strengthen you. And this is good to me. Look at this verse. Luke, pay attention. (laughs) Two, biblical number of witness. You see all this correlation? I said, do you see all this correlation? This is Jesus praying. And Jesus is in the garden of Gethsemane. Jesus is the anthropos, 100% man, 100% God. Someone's man, you can't believe he's. Someone's God, you can't believe he's. He has an assignment. And his assignment is you got to go die. You have to willingly give up your life, and you can literally kill everybody with one word. You can just say, "Die." He was in North Africa; that's where Israel is, and so he, he could just—he could have just said, "Ninjas, die." <laughs> he could have made it more specific. He could have picked different ethnicities. He could have said, "Amorites, die." "Hittites, die." "Icantina," you know—he could have just picked anybody. But the assignment says. This is the way this has to go. For some of you, you think assignment is going to be easy. It's not. You ready? It's the hardest thing you will ever say yes to. And for some of you, I know you ain't in your assignment because it don't cost you nothing. It is the hardest thing you will ever say yes to. But once you say yes, it's the easiest thing you'll ever do. I'll preach over here. It's the hardest thing you'll ever say yes to. But once you say yes, it'll be the easiest thing that you ever do. So Jesus is in the garden of Gethsemane. We're almost done. Gethsemane means pressing and blessing at the same time. And Jesus is in that garden, and he prays. And he brings Peter, James, and John with him. Pay attention. He brought natural support. He brought natural support. And the Bible says, can y'all pray with me for one hour? Bible says that Peter, James, and John, after having been trained to do this, could not do what they were trained to do. I want to thank God for everybody who knew what to do and didn't. I want to thank God for the people around you that act dumb. Okay, y'all ain't going to say, I want to thank God for the people around you that act like they don't know exactly what you need. I want to thank God for the people around you that were not on their assignment or on their post. Why? Jesus goes back to them. And he says, y'all sleeping, could you not pray with me for an hour? He goes a little further. He comes back, y'all can pray for an hour? He comes back, he's like, I just can't do this. (laughs) This is too much. I can't do it. In the garden, he falls to his knees. Why does he fall to his knees in a garden? Question, why didn't he pray at his house? Why didn't he pray at his office? Why didn't he pray Capernaum, where he got started? You know why he prayed in the garden? Because every place he shed his blood, Blood is an instrument of redemption, which means he purchased something. So while he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, every blood drop that fell from his face, paying for country, paying for their sins, paying for their mess. So he's in the Garden of Gethsemane, but this is a tough peel to swallow because he is God. He is God. Look at me. He's not an angel. He has angel armies. He is God. You know you're strong when you have support you could call for. But you realize there's no way around me paying this price. You ready? He says, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Watch it. Nevertheless. So what happened at first? He was, he, there was a fight in him. And I don't know who needs to need this. Touch the shoulder of the person next to you. Say, I come against the fight in you. From giving God your yes. Come on in the building and don't no Come on, come on. Uh-uh. Let's find somebody else that will actually appreciate you doing that. Touch them on the shoulder. Say, I pray you have a yes. Ah! I pray you have a yes. Let's go old school for a moment. Clap your hands and tell God yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. Let's go. He says, Father, if it is your will, take this cup. What cup? This cup I have to drink that's nasty. Painful for people who don't appreciate it. He says, take this cup away from me. Watch his shift. Nevertheless, shout that word. That was cute. You said it loud. I need you to shout it not my will yours be done look at verse 43 then 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 once he submitted then once he gave God his yes then for some of y'all God says I'm not helping you do nothing until I get your yes I'm three put it in the building and on the atmosphere holler yes one two three yes one two three One, two, three. Then an angel appeared to him from heaven and did what? Strengthened him. Then an angel appeared from heaven. He's on the ground, sweating blood, paying for people. And an angel steps up behind him. You ain't going up like this. It's going to be over in three days. This ain't going to last forever. This is not going to last forever. The enemies you see today, you will not have to deal with it. The, the people who tick you off won't even be an issue in three days. Judas who betrayed you won't even be an issue in three days. And he, they strengthened him. They said, get up. Get up, and the blood was trying to keep him down, and the enemy kept trying to tell him, "You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. You ain't got to do it." But the angel said, "Get up, get up, get up. Wash your face. Get up. Go apply again. Get up. Go do it again. Get up. You're not a. You're not gonna die in your generational curses. Get up. You're not gonna die from stress. Get up. Breast cancer. I don't know who that's for. It's canceled over your life. And they strengthen him. Lift your hand and say, angels, strengthen me. When you submit, you get strength. The angel's not going to help you say yes. The angel will help you once you say yes. Submit to what? There's somebody you have to forgive that you don't want to. The truth is, you hate them. I get it people will make you want to hate them. No, they do. I think some of them said them am having meetings about what can we do? They have a meeting. <laughs> you ready? Submit. There's somebody you have to apologize to. And your pride, the truth is your whole family is full of pride. That's why nobody has anything. Except hope. Keep hope alive. All they were talking about is what the Lord's going to do. But nobody's ever seen him do anything. And for some of you, that even disenchanted you with God. He was like, when is God going to do something? He ain't the problem. Your examples are the problem. When he gets the yes, then he'll strengthen you. For some of you, you have to submit to the fact that you are different. You have to submit to the fact that you're not like everybody else. And the more you try to dumb yourself down, the more you rob the earth of what you were sent to deliver to the earth. For some of you, have to submit. You have to submit to the fact that you're arrogant. How do you know? Because any message that corrects you, you don't want to hear that. You only want to hear the stuff God's getting ready to do. It. Let's get ready to happen. Anything that makes you look at you, I don't receive that. You ain't got to receive it. You don't. You don't. You have to receive it. You ain't got to receive oxygen. That in. You see, you see how ridiculous that sounds? You ready? Some of you, some of you need to submit. You ready? Is that you've set your whole life to be about what you want. You've never even considered what God desired. I want, this, I want this. I want this. I want this. I want to give you the desires of your heart. Read the rest of the verse. If you delight yourself in him. Which means he'll put in me what he wants me to have. And then I then have a desire for what he wants. But I got to first make sure that I say, God, make sure that I desire what you want and not just what I want. Because maybe what I want is too small. Maybe you're praying for a house and God says, I want you to be a housing developer. Shut up. Come on, y'all. Talk, talk, talk. Say, when I submit, I get strength. Last thing. Everybody stand. In the building, in the line. We got to go. Angels protect and lead you. Protection is a theme here. Protection is a theme here. Protection is a theme here. You wonder why they didn't text you back. It's quiet in this building. Because the angel stepped in and said, don't you say nothing back to him. Don't you say nothing back to her. Angels protect you and they lead you. Look at Exodus 23. I'll wait. Come on, y'all. Be a good class. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Say my 2023. This is where I'm at. See? I'll read the rest. I am sending an angel into your... Oh, I could run here. Into your January, your February, your March, your April, your May, your June, your July, your August, your September, your October, your November, your December. I'm sending an angel before you. And they're gonna do what? Protect you on your journey. Touch your neighbor, say there's a journey getting ready to happen. For some of you you need to prepare because you're about to move but some of you need to prepare I already said it once I'll say it again for those of you that'll catch it you're about to switch careers for some of you what you do you're about to be free so you can travel and go do what you need to do I need you to get your passport ready open up your mouth please say the angels going before me to protect you on your journey so watch me no need to protect you if you ain't doing nothing so for every person who plans for 2023 to be a repeat of 2022, there's no need for angels for you. If all you're going to do is sit in the same stagnant mindset you've been sitting in, there's no need for that. But encourage somebody next to you to speak faith into them. Touch them on the shoulder. Bishop, why do you have us touch shoulders? Shoulders represent your strength. I need you to speak to their strength. Say, there's a journey ahead. Watch this. And here's what the angel's going to do. He's going to lead you safely. You're not going to lose. 915, you're not going to lose. You're not going to lose money. You're not going to lose support. You're not going to lose revenue. You are not going to lose. You're going to make it to where you're going safely. Safely. Look at this. This is and they will lead you safely. Here's the here's the part I want to shout about. Here's the part I want to shout about. Here's the part I want to shout about. I'm going to give everybody in the building everybody an opportunity to shout. Say where are, they leading me, Bishop? where are they leading me, Bishop? I want you to read the word I to the word you, and this is 2023. One, two, ready, read. Uh 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 uh. To the place you're gonna read from I to the word you. It's two eyes. My bad. I can make a mistake. You ready? The last I. Huh? To the last you. It was a test. You ready? It's the last I to the last you. And if you don't shout out for of this, I, I, I've been wanting to do it. It was a New Year's Eve several years ago, and I used to sit on the stage back in that building, and, and there was a particular singer, and she needed it too. And I, <laughs> it was an accident. She got in the way. She shouldn't have been standing in front of the chair. And, I tossed the mic back, because the mic was doing, <laughs> was doing all that. And so I tossed the mic over there, and she had stepped right in the line of sight of the mic, and it went. I said, and the Lord is speaking. i like, she literally walked into the path. I pray that every attack that she was about to okey doke herself right up into I pray that you would not. Come on, open up your eyes and say, and it won't happen to me. Come on, y'all, let's read this last item of the last year. We got to get out of here with a praise. I have prepared for you. 2023, God's got some stuff prepared for you. And his angel is about to lead you to the place that he has prepared you. And his angel is about to lead you the place he has y'all not saying nothing say the angels about to lead me to the place God has prepared for me and I'll get there safely I'll get there protected Jubilee Jubilee in 2023 Jubilee Jubilee in 2023, we got to go. Chill it with a praise. Woo. That's about ice cold. We got to go. Everybody stay. You have angels. Wow. You have angels 915 on assignment. You have an army waiting that you've had unemployed because you're trying to do everything. You have angels on assignment. God ain't left you by yourself. You ain't out here just by yourself. Facebook, YouTube. You have angels, and they already know what he's prepared. They already know, and they own assignment. For five of you in this building, when you get home, it won't feel the same. For thirty-two of you online, the angels are filling your house right now, where you're watching you sensed a shift in the temperature in the room that's him giving you a natural sign that the room's getting full that the room's getting full heads bowed eyes closed in the building and do line if you become a christian today's your day none of this applies to you if you're not saved Two. maybe you give your life to the lord you have not been faithful none of this applies to you if you're not right with god i'm not saying that to judge you i'm just saying that to keep it real Thirdly, like bishop Pullman, i don't know where things stand with god none of this applies if you're not sure but guess what? Today is your day. He loves you with an unconditional love. He's not mad at you. He's not upset with you. He loves you. And he's ready to send Michael and Gabriel in. <laughs> he said, I've been waiting on you. I have so much they have to show you. Hmm. If you need to give God your yes and become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, we'll be sure. On three in the building, slip your hand up online. Do the hand review emoji or say it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. One, two, three. If that's you,
1: respond right now. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life.
0: Experiences are what people love the most about travel.